0: Welcome to the Heavens Devils Podcast, a 4 Green Rovers podcast by two Americans who don't know what they're talking about. My name is Nathan. This is Shom. Heavens Devils
1: Podcast. It was the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a 4 Green Rovers football match. What is going on, Nathan?
0: This is crazy. Hey, shimmy. We're done.
1: We're done for 2021, it
0: looks like. Potentially. There might be a Boxing Day match. We don't know. We'll talk about that in a second but shimmy how are we feeling
1: i got a 50 on me but i told her i keep it 100.
0: um just yeah a little <laughs> i mean a little
1: sad feeling great about the start to the season we've had we're gonna finish the year top of the table which is amazing but uh a little scary here with the omicron uh, variant right seems like uh it's kind of spreading over there in england
0: yeah, and it's spreading over here too, man. True. It's it is crazy, uh, it, and it came out of nowhere. Uh, but yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully, you know, health health is most important. Hopefully, uh, every, everyone's okay. Yeah. But uh, man, it's it's thanks with no no forest green, man. I I haven't known I don't know what to do <laughs> with my Saturday mornings now. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: It's been weird. And I'm not, you know, super optimistic that this Saturday is going to happen either. We were going to have someone from Newport County come on to preview the Boxing Day, but yeah, I don't know if it's actually going to happen. Yeah, um, yeah it's kind of wild. So a little bit of a, yeah. you know,
1: um, now I wouldn't say downcast, but just you know. Like, man, we were flying so high. I was feeling so good about everything. And now it's just like, you know, we have to contend with this. But I know the supporters and the club are always going to kind of do what's right. Like you said, health is most important. And just from what we've seen with how much caring there's been among everyone. um, And we're going to see that today with today's guests as well, right? Um, About how much the club cares about everyone's success and aspiring to things. So um, I'm at least confident in in knowing that our club's going to do what's right.
0: That's yes, right. That's right. And so yeah. So well, this gonna be a little bit weird of a pot, weirder, weird whatever of a podcast because we don't have any games to talk about from the past or in the future, except for maybe Newport. But I, I, I don't know that that's gonna happen. This is probably gonna be our last podcast too of 2021, Shimmy. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Crazy time flies, man. It's about to be 2022. It's crazy. <laughs> oh man, Shimmy. So with that, I was, I was thinking we could do a little. What, what's our favorite memory? four screen rovers memory that is of the year of 2021 shimmy what's your favorite four screen rovers memory
1: uh i'm gonna have to go with uh the newport county second leg of the playoff right even though we didn't even though we lost we didn't make it to wembley um that was i think even though it wasn't the first time we met up with our fgr nyc crew here it was a great just group of human beings it wasn't the first time we got together to watch a match but um, man, it was so exciting! Like the weather was good, we were there. Um, what an exciting match, too. Even though you know it was heartbreaking at the end. Um, just the the Jimmy Ball bump, yeah. right? That positivity he brought to the players. Jimmy Ball bounce. He, he like our morale was at a high at that point too. And so um, I'd say pre Rob Edwards era, um, when things seemed like they were really kind of dark and we weren't. We seemed kind of aimless yeah. and listless. I I really needed that as a supporter, and it was. I think that was my, my favorite memory.
0: Yeah, Shimmy. Well, I mean, I think we both agree. Probably our favorite memories so far, just like all the amazing people we've met and interacted with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that's not like one memory, but you know, all the players that we've been lucky to meet, the staff, the fans that have really made us fall in love with this club. Uh, that that's like been the best part of this pod experience for me, of course. But if talking about if we're talking about like an SGR. Game, match, whatever, moment, memory, I think I got to agree with you, Shimmy. All of them away in May was also incredible. That's yeah. where we did our first first watch party, and we had to win that. If I'm, I, I, I think we had to win that in order to get into the playoffs, and we won, and we dominated 3-0. Yeah. That was crazy. That was a blast, and that was the first time FGR and NYC all got together. That was a beautiful thing, but I think I got to agree with you. I think Newport County second leg, even though we lost, it's weird to say my favorite memory was a loss, <laughs> but it showed it it really was like the springboard into this season like it showed that we uh it it was like a new we we were new we were a new we were like reborn i guess after the mark cooper area era we were reborn Mm -hmm. in the jimmy ball era of course that led into the rob edwards era which we had no idea how amazing that would turn out and it's you know of course we still have a long season to go so who knows how it's gonna turn out in the end but it's been awesome um, so yeah, I think I gotta agree with you. Newport County second leg, the loss. It was just such a fun match to watch though, and it really just it was a disappointing loss, but it gave us all hope and uh, anticipation for the future,
1: and especially for us, right? Anticipation for actually being able to celebrate with Forest Green Rovers supporters. Like that was, you know, when of like you said our second one, but a communal experience to like. Yes, have that like man that's what we were missing so much this past year like you said it's just been so fun talking to everybody but it's always been remote (laughs) you know it's always been through zoom um so just kind of that the social interaction and that that human touch made it like a really great memory looking forward to many more and looking forward to when we can finally make it to the new lawn as
0: well yeah shimmy because i already got i got an early contender for 2022 Mm. favorite fgr memory of the year and one year from now when we go back on 2022, and we're like, what's our favorite memory? I already know, Shimmy. You're predicting
1: Nate Stradamus. You've already predicted.
0: Nate Stradamus right here. Here we go. You ready, Shimmy? Yes, go ahead. It's going to be our trip to Nailsworth, baby! <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, in April. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. So right before this, we we actually chatted with a, a Robers fan in Netherlands. Roderick. Shout out to Roderick. Or how do you say it in Dutch? Roderick. Roderick. I don't know. How do you say terrible? Anyway, whatever. Uh, So shout out to Roderick, man. Uh, So Roderick said he's in to come with us uh, in April. So let's blow this up, man. Let's try to get as many international fans as we can. Uh, That will be Oldham at home, uh, which is, let me find the exact date. But if you're listening, April 18th, April 18th, Monday, April 18th, Oldham Athletic at home at the New Lawn. We will be there. Roderick will be there. I hope you will be there too if you're an international fan. Well, also, if you're a local fan, I hope you'll be there too. But um, I cannot wait. Uh, and then Sham and I will be doing the Bristol Rovers away day as well, doing the Gloucester Road pub crawl. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, actually, either one, if you could make both, that'd be amazing. But putting out the call now, any international fans, if you can, come on out April 18th to the new launch. Because uh, we will be, yeah, we'll be there. I cannot wait, Shimmy. Yeah,
1: me neither. Me neither. In this case, I totally believe in the Nate Stradamus prophecy. It's going to be a go. good, That's one. Gonna be gonna be the... good
0: one. It's to be a one. I hope we didn't just
1: jinx it, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, we didn't just initiate uh, the uh, you know. Omega variant sequence. Just exactly. now, somehow, you know.
0: Exactly. Oh, uh, well, well, Shimmy, uh, we have a huge guest on this podcast today. We have a huge guest. The one, the only Marcus Renzi is on this podcast, Shimmy. Uh. So, Forest Green Rovers have picked up his story, Marcus Renzi, uh, and it's an incredible story, it's inspiring, it's moving, um, and it really, you know, kind of opens your eyes to the, the challenges that other people face that, that we may take for granted. Um, it's an incredible story. Uh, if you don't know, he, at the age of 11, he was in a fight. Uh, the fight left him uh, paralyzed. So, since the age of 11, he's been paralyzed. He is now a, a soccer coach, a football coach in the Gloucestershire region. And he really talks about how, it, how difficult it is for him to navigate the world and for him to do the, the very basic things that so many of us take for granted and that he needs to be able to do in order to coach football. And it's just an incredible, incredible conversation, incredible story with him. He's a very inspiring guy. And uh, one, one of the things he said, you know, that, that really touched me after we stopped recording is he doesn't want to be seen as an inspiring as an inspiring guy. He just wants to coach football like any, you know, like, like all of us. You know, he just wants to live his life, pursue his dreams. And this unfortunate accident uh, has made it very difficult for him. And so we're going to, uh, you know, talk, talk to him about that. Talk to him about his relationship with Forrest Green um, and by the way, uh, a huge shout out to the, to the club here. <laughs> yeah. he, he talks about this in the chat, but he talks even more about it off the air. He talks about how important Rob Edwards was to him, which he doesn't say in the, in the recording, but he says it after we were done talking, how great Rob Edwards has been. He does talk about how great Dokes and JAMA have been to him and how great just the four screen Rovers club has. Uh, he mentions how he, he grew up a Coventry, Coventry City fan. and he resides in Cheltenham now, would. right? Yeah. So. Yeah, resides in Cheltenham now, and he talks about how, you know, neither of those clubs have really done anything to, to, for him, but Forest Green has. And uh, he says if, if he didn't grow up Coventry City fan, he would, f- no question, be a Forest Green Rovers fan. But anyway, an awesome, awesome chat with Marcus. So cannot wait for you guys to hear this. Um, but before we get to Marcus, Shimmy, it is the holiday season. Yes. Shimmy, it's the holiday it season. It is. So we thought we'd bring back a little, uh, little fashion police, Shimmy
1: the Holiday Edition.
0: Holiday Edition. So let's do it, Shimmy. I'm Officer... Well, I guess we got to go into our officer voices, remember (laughs) though? It's been so long since we've done it. It is, yeah. Nails, hair, hips, heels, face, done, lips, real, purse, full, big bills, yes, I'm a big deal. I'm Officer Nathan.
1: I'm Officer Shimmy. I guess I'm a sheriff. I'm a sheriff in the Old South. (laughs)
0: <laughs> or like sheriff uh, from the old west. All right, fashion police baby. So here we go. Uh oh, so here we go. Officer Nathan here. So, shoot me. What's our first category of fashion police? Uh so Nathan, we <laughs> were doing the voices. <laughs> we're
1: doing the we're voices. We're doing the voices. Uh so we know that the I'm, I'm not doing the voice. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> we know that the flyest wear for the uh, holiday fashion season is, of course, a four-screen rovers kit. Any sort of four-screen yes. rovers swag. If you're trying to look at your swaggiest during the holiday season, you've gotta rock um, our colors, right? But, we also want to know that it's a, this is a time for many, many fashion faux pas. So we're gonna call out the especially egregious League 2 wear. What are we gonna begin
0: with? All right. Well, the first category, what, what would Santa wear in his sleigh? So he's not the target of the NSA. Yeah, we know he's when he's flying
1: flying through the night, yeah. right? We know there's a lot of air traffic out there. What is Santa gonna wear so he can make his deliveries safe?
0: So I know that you're probably looking for something bright, something flashy four screen rovers kit would always look good for that. But I gotta go with Walsall Home. Just natural Christmas color shimmy. Yeah. Green, red green, white, and red. I gotta go with Walsall Home. What do you got, Shimmy? I'm actually gonna go with the Bradford City Away, sort of like the
1: Galatasaray Ooh. sort of thing. So you got the red, I which love, is like the Santa, the you know, the Santa tunic, the Santa uniform, but then you got the orange for the air traffic control. So,
0: Oh, I love it. Even though I think it's technically gold, or it's probably, I think it's amber technically, but I'll take it, I'll take it. All right, Shimmy, here we go, next one. In lieu of coal, what is the ugliest kit? Or the worst looking kit that you're gonna gift in a stocking for all the bad boys and the naughty boys and girls out there
1: Ooh, well you know like we said santa is on board with dale vince vision he's on board with forest green rovers he knows that's what all the good guys and gals out there are gonna get um is forest green swag so we have right. to replace coal we can't do coal and stockings for the bad bad kids anymore it's non renewable santa's that's not messing with that so instead He's going to stick up these really, really ugly kits or terrible kits. And for me, it's got to be, even though we're going to do the pub crawl up there, it's got to be the Bristol Rovers away this year. The, the oh, green and yellow. Oh, interesting. With the crazy the like spiderweb like nylon pattern in the back. Just, trying, to f- trying to find...
0: Uh, oh, yeah, the green and yellow. Oh, that is an ugly kit. Yeah, I agree with you. I actually don't hate their home kit. I hate the little square thing, but for, I think the home kit doesn't look too terrible, but the away kit is awful. Oh, I'm with you there. Ugly, ugly kit. Uh, but for me, though, Shimmy, I gotta go with Barrow Away. The pink like pastel pink with the dark green j hornby and company certified accountants uh advert like logo advertisement whatever plus their little blue logo oh yeah awful kit barrel way is what all the little bad na- naughty boys and girls are getting their stocking for me shimmy
1: sure and probably a tax audit as well so watch out watch out kids <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right here we go number uh next one which uh so i don't know if they have this the UK. they probably do the ugly sweater like tradition. So, here in the US, I'm sure you have it in the UK too, uh, around Christmas tra- time, there's an ugly sweater tradition where you try to wear the ugliest, gaudiest sweater to a party. So, which kit could double as a Christmas ugly, ugly Christmas sweater, Shimmy?
1: Uh, this one, it's kind of a toss up for me. I'm gonna go with the Newport County third. It's, yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I saw you. Yeah. We got the same one. Yeah, it's the same one. It's just like Go that's ahead. pure ugly Christmas Go sweater vibes,
0: man. Nothing but ugly Christmas sweater vibes from that one. Uh, but Yeah, it's yeah. it's like how do you how would you describe that? Really, uh, I mean, if you haven't looked, Google Newport County third kit. Not their away kit. I actually like their away kit. Yeah. It, but the third kit is awful. Go
1: ahead. It's kind describe of, this kit. It's kind of like a bit of like an off-brand, like Burberry sort of like yes, checker. That's,
0: <laughs> you know, yes, that's exactly what tart, I was thinking.
1: Tartan sort of thing, but just the way it's like yes. on its side and um, like with the yes. Fortis logo, like just, ooh, especially that, that red R from the Fortis sponsorship. It's just like, man, what, what is going on? Is it
0: is awful. Yeah. Also interesting. I never realized this, but they have three different sponsors for th- each of their kits. Their home kit is Pure Vans. Their away kit is, I don't even know, some motor company. Yeah. Hood. Some motor the, company. Yeah, the Hoodwink, then,
1: the Hoodwink Motor Company.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and their third kit. But yeah, okay, I'm with you. That's that's no question, no brainer. That is the ugly. That yeah. is the ugly sweater. Uh, all right, Shami,
1: all right. me the toss up, it's just. Category? that. It's. That.
0: It's-, no, it's that. Yeah. Can't beat it. All right, let's go. Fashion Police out. Where? This has been This has been Officer Nathan This has been Old West Sheriff Sean <laughs> Fashion Police out You're under arrest <laughs> You're Oh we should do that I don't dance, I 3, 2, I don't two. You're, you're under arrest But I don't work for free no, That's no. not the tea, hunty no, So make it rain on me, me And I might let you see Uh, Okay, so now let's go to Marcus Renzi, a super awesome guy. Great chat. Very inspiring chat. Um, So let's just get right into it. Marcus, take it away. We welcome to the pod Marcus Renzi. Marcus uh, had a stroke when he was 11 years old and has been partially paralyzed on the left side of his body ever since. Uh, He uses a wheelchair for mobility, and he is inspiring so many young people as a uh, youth and men's football coach. Uh, but Marcus's main struggle right now is his access to the pitch, especially during winter months. He started a GoFundMe for an all-terrain wheelchair so that he can have the same ability that so many of us take for granted, the ability to move freely on a football pitch. So we thought we'd bring him on, share a bit of his experience with all of us, and tell us how we can how we can all help. So Marcus, welcome to the pod, my friend. Uh, thank you.
2: Hey, Marcus. Great to, great
0: to have you here, Marcus. So Marcus, first, what's your link to Forest Green?
2: Um so, um my link to forest green um isn't as a fan. Um it's just I um got in touch um, with Dale Vince. Um he then passed my um details on to um a lady called Hannah who's the um I think she's head of academy. Uh, FGR. Uh, because of my coaching, I just wanted to get my name out there. Um and because for FGR a local to me. Um I I live in Cheltenham um but Cheltenham um, haven't done anything for me. Um I support Coventry City
1: for ah. my sins. Oh
2: wow um, I know that FGR have beaten us a few times over the last couple of seasons. Um, but yeah, um, they haven't helped either. Um, and FGR actually have done more than what Cheltenham and Coventry have done together.
0: Wow. Wow. Wow! Well, that, that's that's one of the reasons we love 4Screen, because it, it you know it really does feel like a family and and they they know that you know people come first that things there's so many things that are more important than football yeah All right. so i mean you, can, you can't even
1: have football without the people that are participating right. and involved in it right and they understand right. that
0: so that's something we you know we really appreciate appreciate about the club so it's it's nice to hear that Oh uh, but oh actually really quick so you live in cheltenham how did you become a coventry city fan
2: um so i'm originally from coventry Oh, um, okay. I was born and raised there um, Then I moved down to Chalternum, um Because there's a college here Called the National Star College Which mm. is a college for people with disabilities um, I've um, stayed down here now ever since 2000 um, I've wow. had a family I have four children um, And yeah um, I love it down here, but as they, FGR are the ones that have helped me, Coventry haven't and neither have Well,
0: Wow. So do you, do you find yourself? Oh, well, also speaking of Coventry really quick, I think uh, our good friend, friend of the pod, former Forest Green Rovers player played at Coventry, uh, Chris Stokes. Well, shout out to Chris Stokes, former Coventry player, former Forest Green Rovers player. He played there with James Madison. Uh another star. <laughs> we've been we've been trying to get uh our friend Chris Stokes to get James Madison on the pod, but we've been, we've failed at that. Um but uh, um,
2: you've got a current player that used to play Coventry as well. Oh who?
0: who's that? Yeah.
2: Um Ben Stevenson. Oh yeah. Ben oh, Stevenson didn't yes. realize
1: that. Nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I did know that. Well, let's go, yeah. that's awesome. So all right, so you got a link there at least. Um so do you do you find yourself following Forest Screen? Um,
2: i do watch the results um now i when i um uh, got invited down to a forest green training um i got speaking to dokes yeah um, i also got speaking to jameel matt um, now i've been following them on twitter and um, we've been exchanging messages um so yeah i um i'm just really happy that um fgr even though i'm not a fan um because obviously um we all have our passions for our clubs sure um i just love the fact that they're so welcoming even to fans of other clubs
0: Oh, that's beautiful, and, and you, you know, you mentioned Dokes and Jamil Matt. There, we've got a chance so to talk lucky. to them
1: too, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, we've been so lucky to get to meet them as well and have them on the podcast. And man, you you won't find like two better humans in the world than those two. So that's that's great to hear. But it's also not surprising because it's just Jamil Matt. You don't got just outstanding human beings. Um, so I want to go, could you tell us a little bit more about your story? I gave a little, a little bit in the intro there, Marcus, but could you tell us a little bit about your story?
2: So, um, yeah, when I was 11 years old, um, I had a fight at school. Um, I went to hit this lad. I missed, he turned and hit me. Um, I fell and hit my head on the door frame. Um, and, yeah, the next day, um, I fell into a coma for six weeks. Um, I couldn't walk. Um, I couldn't talk. I was basically a newborn baby. Um, I had to learn to walk again. Had to learn to talk. Um, they originally said to my mom, um, "If I survived the original night, I'd never ever walk or talk again." Well. I can walk and I'm speaking to you now right yeah so, wow. so it shows in some ways what the doctors know
0: <laughs> and yeah and and it also shows you know what a testament to you know the, the human spirit and your character is you know that you can overcome these obstacles uh, you, get, you know kind of on that note what what could you tell us about some of the, the big life lessons that maybe you've you've learned from, from this adversity that you've gone through.
2: Um a big life lesson. Well, every single thing in life is a lesson.
0: Sure.
2: Um so but um I I would like to say don't fight. Um oh. but the thing is, um fighting has ended up with me having a better life than what I would have had before.
0: Oh wow! Hey, can can um, you elaborate a little? Yeah, go ahead, sir.
2: Um, so obviously, I've got my four children. If I hadn't have had the fight, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have met my partner. Well, my ex-partner. Um, I wouldn't have had my four children. I wouldn't even be speaking to you two now.
1: Wow. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of wild when you think about it, right? That everything depends on these big events in our life. And that was such a life-changing moment. Uh, but it's led you to where you are now and led you to have this great ambition uh, in your life. So could you tell us a little bit about what your ultimate ambition is, Marcus?
2: Um, so my ultimate ambition, I want to be the first person in a wheelchair um, to coach an able-bodied professional football team
1: man just incredible yeah and you know i was talking to nathan just before this interview and we can't even think in american sports of seeing that representation right of uh, a person in a wheelchair heading you know at the helm of a professional sports team here so that would be just so groundbreaking
2: exactly no um i know you know about my um youth football about my men's senior football. But recently, I've, um, well, since August, um, I've been the co coach of the University of Gloucestershire uh, women's team. um, The the second team there. (laughs) Um, Now, as far as I know, I'm the first person in a wheelchair in Britain. To coach an able-bodied university
1: team. Wow, that's so that's awesome!
0: awesome. <laughs> Breaking barriers, man. That's that's beautiful. That's oh, that's awesome to hear, man. Also, I could tell that you're not from the region because you said Gloucestershire, which is exactly how I would pronounce <laughs> it. But everyone in there says Gloucestershire. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean Gloucestershire? It's s h i r Gloucestershire. So I appreciate that. Yeah. I th- I, uh, um, we We. <laughs> You have good pronunciation. I hope you say <laughs> Cheltenham too instead of Cheltenham. Cheltenham. No, I no, say I do right.
2: say Cheltenham.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, that's uh, that's beautiful, though. What a goal! And I love your outlook. You know, there's uh, y- the your your positive outlook is is absolutely inspiring. That you, I mean, it sounds. It, you, you look at all the things that your life has that you've been able to accomplish in your life. You, the, the four joys of your life: your four children. Anyway, it's just inspiring to look at to, to see how um, how your how you look at the positives in life, and really, uh, uh, I just appreciate that about you. Um, so, I, I kind of want to move to the to, to some of the struggles that you face. You know, what what are some of the things that you wish people knew about being in a wheelchair?
2: Um, well, one one of the things I want people to know is. Um, that it's not as easy as what yeah, um, some people think it is. Um, it's definitely not. Um, so, obviously, um, I've told you that I can walk. Um, yeah, I do walk. I try and keep as active as I can, um, but I'm in pain every single day of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, like, speaking to you right now, I'm in pain, but I try not to um, show that um, with my coaching every um, well, um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday and Sunday, um, I'm in pain, um, but I don't want my players to see that. I don't want my son and my um, son's team to see that. So, yeah, it is a struggle. Um, Things like today as well, Um, just being a parent. um, My daughter had a football game. Um, I had to go over the football pitches um, in my wheelchair. Um, Now, the wheels have clogged up with mud. Mm. Uh, But I still want to be a parent. So, I'm going to do that. And there were some stages today going over the football pitches. Um, my daughter and my son had to push the back of my wheelchair because it was wheel spinning in the mud.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, these are all struggles. And then I had to um, go to my son's football match this afternoon. Um, same thing again and then when we've come home we've had to get a big screwdriver and stick it through both of my all four of my wheels um to get all of the mud out wow <laughs> which then he sweeps up and puts a 12 year old kid shouldn't be having to do that now if i had my own wheelchair we am um, the one that I want to get, then I wouldn't have to do that.
0: Yeah, and I want to I want to talk about that chair in a minute. But you raised some great points there. Uh I, I think I've mentioned this in the past, but my father is is in a wheelchair. He was uh, paralyzed when he was uh, young from a American football accident, and so I've grown up my whole life kind of seeing just how difficult it is for someone in a wheelchair to navigate the world and how far behind are at least American society, I don't know how it is in, UK, in the UK, but uh, American society is at creating equity for people in wheelchairs. It's it's awful. It's sad. It's it's not right. Um, and, you know, things we, you know, we all, we, so many of us take for granted, just like you said, just just being able to go to your son's game or your daughter's game uh, is, you know, those of us who can walk, it's so easy for us to, to you know, we don't even think twice about it. Um, and another thing people don't realize is how, again, I don't know how it is in the UK, but in the US, how little insurance actually pays for things. And so you deserve the same right as we have to walk across a pitch, you know, and walk, yeah. walk through a muddy pitch.
1: Support your Yet, kids. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. You deserve the same right that we have, you know, to support your kids yeah. uh, in the same way we do. Yet... To get an all-terrain wheelchair, it's, you know, what, uh, 15,000
2: pounds or something like that? Yeah, 15,000 pounds, and that's just for for what I need. Um, Mm -hmm. The wheelchair can be more expensive um, the more add-ons you have. But this is what I say to everyone, 15,000 pounds for what is effectively my legs. Mm-hmm. So you, I wouldn't say to you, oh, um, yeah, you need a new pair of shoes, fifteen thousand pound.
0: Yep. Yep.
2: So I, I think it's, um, yeah, v- quite ridiculous actually.
0: Agree. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. hundred percent. And again, it's like, and they, you don't get any—at least in the U.S.—you don't get any help from the government. Um, it's, uh, it's 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 a, it's a crime like we need to build a more equitable society and people who have to use wheelchairs to get around are kind of some of the the, the last like forgotten people that that at least in the US that are not being taken care of. And it, I mean, it sounds like in the UK, maybe maybe similar similar case uh, before uh, before we talk about how how we can help how how, you know, four screen Rovers fans can help. I uh, just want to ask you another question. Just what, what brings you the most joy? in life, Marcus?
2: Um, so my kids bring me joy, yeah, as any parent would should say. Um, but also um, my coaching brings me a lot of joy. Um, coaching all of the different players that I've had over the years, um, being a part of their careers, Watching players go from just starting out and becoming international players. Um, So uh, I reference that um, I used to play wheelchair basketball. (laughs) Um, So I'm a level two uh, wheelchair basketball coach. Um, One of my players um, started out with me. And then went on, and she's becoming an international. Um, and then with the football, um, I've coached my kids. Um, I just love seeing them going from um, not they're good players in their own right, but um, people not believing in them then I've believed in them, coached them, and you've had uh, other coaches come and poach them off me. Oh, wow. So um, it's a kick in the teeth for any coach, but the way I see it as well is, um, with my coaching, they've become that strong Mm. that obviously they are destined for the bigger things.
1: Oh, man, yeah! it's just so awesome to hear, uh, Marcus, how you've taken some of these life lessons and the fortitude you've had to show, you know, like you said, you don't want to necessarily show people how much pain you're in, but you've harnessed that and are teaching your kids, teaching others' kids, um, the value of being resilient, right? When other people don't believe in you or don't think you can do it, if you do these things, then you're giving yourself the best shot. Um, so, man, it's just really inspiring to hear. That's That's so great.
0: Thank you. It, it really, it really is. Yeah, I can't
2: uh, I, yeah. Yeah. I also um try to um teach my kids uh, many of my players also about respect. Mm. Um now the way I the way I've always been, I live my life as honest as possible. I hate lies with a passion. Now, if you turn around and said to one of my four kids, what's the one thing that daddy hates? And they'll all turn around and go, liars. Now, I always say to them, um, if you tell the truth uh, straight away, you won't get in trouble. If you keep lying, you will. This is what I want my players to be like. I want them to be respected. I want them to treat people with respect that they get back, and I want them to be valid members of the community. I don't want them to be um be like certain um oh, I can't swear, but uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll go yeah, back. <laughs> it's a
1: family podmark. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, well, I, I love that. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll close out of here on this, uh, Marcus. So, last question here: How how can people help? How can Forest Green Rovers fans support you?
2: Um. So, um, the biggest support and help that I need is for my wheelchair. Um, as I say, um, it's fifteen thousand pound. I know it's a lot. Um, I really if I could just pull it out of my back pocket now uh, I would do but unfortunately it doesn't work like that so um, if I could get as much help as possible from the FGR fans um, that would be amazing and that would help me um, go to coaching more people um, in the like rubbish weather and um, when the pitches are all boggy and um and, and let's be fair
1: it's it's gloucestershire so it's going to be like that <laughs> that's the majority yeah. of the time right
2: <laughs> exactly
0: yeah marcus you should have moved to the southern spain where there's no rain <laughs> uh,
2: well if you want to pay for my airfare <laughs> there we go there we go perfect so
1: uh, oh, where, where can we where, find the way to uh, help you marcus
2: Um, So um, it's easy enough to find out about me. If you Google Marcus Renzi, um, there should be a lot of articles that come up about me. Um, There's some exciting news um, coming out soon um, where I'm part of National Initiative um, for the FA. Uh, oh wow, wow. Awesome. there's also a video um coming out which the fa have um taken on um which was done by um the university of gloucestershire so um it's all exciting to come out and um, but as I say the gofundme is on my um twitter page and there's been an article um the fgr wrote um the actual link is on there too i think did you share it yeah we shared it and we're definitely going to share it it
0: again and and keep sharing it and trying to you know do our best to to get the fgr community the fgr family around you yeah because
1: you know what uh marcus the reason that nathan and i have gotten into fgr is because we believe they're a trailblazing club We believe in their ethos and their, you know, emphasis on community. So if the community can do anything to help you and help you to become the trailblazer um, that you want to be, right, advocating for disabled rights, you know, being an able-bodied, you know, uh, sports teams coach, we just, I mean, we would love to support that.
2: Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And this is what I'm passionate about. If I can help at least one more person in a wheelchair, become a football coach of an able-bodied team, um, or even a disabled team. But um, being in the able-bodied sports, it's it's a bit more in the, in the mainstream. Nice. So uh, if I can help that, then I'm glad with that.
0: Oh, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Well, Marcus, man, keep up your fight we are all rooting for you keep inspiring people and keep pronouncing gloucestershire the right way
1: <laughs>
0: marcus thank you so much man this has been it's just been a, a pleasure to get to know you it's really been an inspiring conversation for Shamanai, i man really really appreciate it man
2: hey uh, thank you and i'm um, keep in touch
0: Marcus, awesome chat. As we said before, unfortunately, we didn't get this, you know, recorded, but he talked about also, you know, how he, after we hung up, he talked even more about how great, uh, you know, four screen rovers have been to him. He talks about Rob Edwards as well and how great Rob has been. Um, Overall, just awesome, awesome chat, man. Awesome guy. Very, I know he doesn't want to be seen as inspiring, but you can't help but be inspired by someone who overcomes so much adversity Uh, to pursue their dreams and who's not afraid to 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 seek help um so massive massive shout out to to marcus
1: and even something as simple as just being there for his kids during their you know their uh football matches right he's trying to get them to go to the next level to continue if it's their interest right and uh just to you know for to help him try to be a better parent. Be there for his uh, his kids as well as pursuing this career ambition that he has. Just yeah, man. Big big up to just Forest Green Rovers to folks that are helped, folks that have gone to the GoFundMe. And uh, Marcus is also featured in that uh, FA um, yes. video, right? That just dropped.
0: Awesome yeah. video, yeah. Awesome video for an awesome man. So yeah, you mentioned the GoFundMe. We mentioned it a little bit in the in the chat as well. It's the holiday season. If you can give anything, anything to help Marcus out, it would be awesome. It would be appreciated. We're also going to tweet about it. We'll throw the link in the Instagram as well. Um, but, man, awesome chat with Marcus. Best of luck to, to Marcus. Continued success and, and to all my the man best. Marcus. Keep keep up the fight. And, uh, yeah, let's see if, if Forest, Green, Forest Green Rovers Nation can, can help him out. Get him a little bit closer to that all-terrain chair. Um, So, Shimmy, with that, let's close out, my friend. Let's close out here, Shimmy. Let's do it. Uh, Last episode of 2021, baby. I know,
1: man. What a year. What a year of ups and downs, uh, both on the pitch and off. But the one constant through all of it has just been how just wonderful and pleasant and fun it's been to talk to everyone, folks at the club, yeah. supporters, friends we've made along the way online. Um, you know, talking to Phil Butterworth last week with the supporters club, and we got it. We can't. We'd be remiss if we didn't shout out the Forest Green yes, supporters club. So, if you're looking for one thing you can do to round out the year, maybe start 2022. Um, you know, supporting this great club think about going to www.fgrsc.com and you can join the supporters club and we can build this green army because that's what we've been meaning to do i felt like it's been a great year for that how, how do you feel Nathan?
0: oh awesome yeah same like so so thankful gracious lucky to be a part of this incredible you know be a small part of this incredible community um and just so yeah just so thankful that you guys have like welcomed us with open arms um that you guys have been you know treated us so kindly we're just two dumb outside you know plastic or multi-use plastic fans (laughs) and you guys have been so so generous so kind and just just made us feel at home uh and you know can't tell you how much we appreciate that and we cannot wait to meet you all in person in april oh my god cannot wait for that yeah so definitely. shimmy
1: yeah so you know before we do this sign off just big thanks to everyone at the club big shout out to the men's team to the women's team to our academy to the supporters but you know what we gotta do we gotta
0: praise praise,
2: Hale! Hale! praise Hale!
0: Damn yeah, baby! Oh, thank you guys so much for listening. Happy New Year! Yeah, happy, happy holidays! Merry Christmas if you celebrate. Cannot wait to see you all in 2022. Up the Vegan Rovers, baby! Up the Vegan
1: Rovers. We are FGR. Stay safe, everybody.